And let's bring in our next guest, and that's Francis Newton Stacy, Director of Strategy and a Market Analyst at Optimal Capital. Thanks for being here, Francis. Thanks for having me. All right. So mar markets seems like uh, fits and starts here for equities at this point. When you look at uh, some of the weakening economic data, what's your take here for equities? Because it seems like every time we get a little bit of a bump, they start hitting it, selling rallies. But at the same time, maybe some consolidation is not a bad thing. Well, con consolidation is not a bad thing necessarily. Um, I'm kind of in the bear market rally camp still just because I think that I don't, I'm not sure that the balance sheet reduction has actually been priced in. So financial conditions have tightened already quite a lot, um, anticipating the rate hikes that are, you know, kind of priced into the market for the remaining, you know, year. And Powell is definitely not changing his rhetoric whatsoever, which I'm sure he can't. You know, if he were to start sounding even remotely dovish, I think financial conditions would loosen ahead of any kind of a pivot. And he's getting results from having financial conditions tighten. As you mentioned, the commodities have come off of their extremes. And, you know, it remains to be seen if they continue lower. But as demand destruction comes, accelerates, I think that they will. Um, you know, the consumer, the lower, you know, 40% of our economy has run through their savings and the upper 60% has lost, you know, over 15 trillion in market cap with the market. So that doesn't bode for a lot of happy spending, particularly that we saw during the pandemic with all the stimulus checks and the market appreciation. So that's coming in the background. Um, you know, supplier delivery times backing off. Again, that kind of is an early indicator that supply constraints could be easing with energy finally pulling back. Most of the food commodities are down off of their highs. That looks like it's going to ease on the CPI number. So markets are gonna start anticipating does the Fed have to remain as aggressive as Powell has postulated thus far? Yeah, I think you make a good point there uh, about the pivot and the Fed's ability to handle the higher inflation. But we saw it already once, Francis, where they were late to the game as far as uh, taking off accommodation, uh, hiking rates when they should have been hiked, maybe at the start of the year, maybe the end of last year. Do you feel in your bones that uh, maybe the Fed's making another a mistake here? Because if we do continue to see some dampening and uh, destruction in inflation, that if they stay and remain this hawkish and don't pivot in time, that uh, we're going to see the other side of a, of a recession soon. Yeah, so my contention is we're probably already in recession. I mean, the Atlanta Fed has come out with second quarter GDP estimates at zero. It's not gonna take a lot to adjust that lower, right? With all of these other dynamics breaking down in the background. However, um, you know, they, the, Powell waiting basically had to wait until he had to tighten aggressively into a slowdown. So what's happening is if you look at the shadow Fed funds rate, which is an amalgamation of, you know, the effects of the balance sheet adjustments and the interest rate adjustments, we are slated to have a similar tight amount of tightening that we had last time, except last time when they stopped asset purchases in, 14, in October 14, didn't even start liftoff until December 15, didn't have to pivot until December of 18, had a liquidity shortage in September of 19. So that whole cycle was just stretched out over those um, that multitude of years, and now we're trying to do that in a year. So to the extent that we're trying to do all of that at once, the system doesn't have an opportunity to recalibrate after each one of those moves. And so that, in my mind, increases the probability of a policy error. And if you think about it, when we're hiking 75 bips 
you know, 100 BIPs not off the table, you know, all of these things that we're talking about. Remember adjustable rate mortgages, which granted are a lower percentage than they were during the financial crisis, but those credit cards, um, you know, you've got 30, 60, 90 days before some of those things might really start to go into default. So you're going to have lagging indicators as far as, you know, what kind of an effect these aggressive moves by the Fed are having in society. Yeah, and I think that's an overlooked data point. If you look at consumer credit over the last couple of months, and that's a lagging indicator also, because uh, it's usually a month behind, those have really started to ramp up. So while people might still be out there spending, they're not using their savings, which has been depleted, as you noted before, and they're starting to put these uh, higher priced items and trips and travel on their credit cards. So that's definitely one data point that you're gonna have to focus on. But if you look at consumer credit, or uh, consumer uh, uh, confidence and consumer sentiment. Those forward-looking numbers have come down severely. Uh, and if you look at that uh, University of Michigan, Michigan consumer sentiment number that comes out tomorrow, expecting another weak number there. And then you look at the PMI data that we came out today in the US and over in the Eurozone, weaker than expected. Uh, what are your thoughts here on economic data as it continues to deteriorate? Right, so you're right, so more debt and as you're making debt incrementally harder and harder and harder to service, puts risk in the credit markets. And that's really what we have to watch. As far as the PMI numbers today, they're backing off, which is showing that things are slowing with the exception of the UK, which held steady. Um, so these are all signs that what the Fed is doing is working and what central banks around the world, except for China are doing, are, you know, are working, that things are slowing. But because these things do have these lagging indicators and yeah, that consumer confidence, I think that previous Michigan reading was an all-time low. So it just, it's showing you that the forward trajectory is much slower, but he sees that, Powell does, but he can't really say that because the minute he, he, he sort of like breathes in one direction that he might pause or breathes in one direction that he may not be as hawkish, uh, markets are going to violently price that in. So he's in a tough situation there. Yeah, and uh, I believe the volatility may continue for a little while here, uh, as expected, uh, as the markets are pricing in also. All right, Francis, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. That's Francis Newton-Stacy, Director of Strategy and a Market Analyst at Optimal Capital.